Be Engaged and Inspired podcast. A simple warning, we may drop an F-bomb or other descriptive words just in case you have small children with you or are at work. We know many of you are planning right now from your cubicle. You've been warned. Be Engaged and Inspired podcast is sponsored by Barabort Jewelers in Glastonbury, Connecticut. BarabortJewelers.com And now your hosts, Kia and DJ Sam. Be Engaged and Inspired podcast. This is DJ Sam. And this is Kia, and we have a special guest. Yes, we do. Welcome along. We have a guest. Named? Karen Thomas. I am a certified etiquette educator. Woohoo! She yeah. said that so well. Yes, and how do people find you? People can find me on the web at www.ctetiquette.com, or you can find me on social media at Civility Says or CT Etiquette. Wonderful. Now, when I think of etiquette, I think of putting the knives and forks in the right place. <laughs> there are right and, places for and those. Make sure you got your tie and you're sitting up straight. Karen, is that all etiquette is all about? Etiquette is about many things, but if you take anything away from the word etiquette, it is about respect for self and others. So therefore, if you are respectful of me and I am respectful of you in our company, it doesn't matter which fork you're using. That means you have good etiquette. And that's what it's all about. I think a lot of people get nervous when yes. they hear that and they're like, Woo! And so, it's not. So how did you get started in this? Um, just, you know what, 18 years ago, was in a business, a family business that I didn't care for so much, wanted to find something for myself, went to California, became certified as an mm-hmm. etiquette educator, came back, started this, I love what I do. You actually came back to Connecticut. I came back, well, that was the mistake, <laughs> but I, yeah, 18 years later, here I am. Connecticut's not necessarily that bad. Right. I love it. So now when we're thinking about weddings. Yes. We're thinking about all these guests who are coming. Yes. And I am sure that this would be useful information. But if you are a guest, what are some great manners, respectful tips, etiquette things you can share? Oh, this is fabulous. I love this part because a lot of people don't know. Yes. All right. So if you are a guest, first of all, respect the bride and groom's wishes. So if they have put something out there like a um, social media free wedding or technology free wedding, respect their Mm -hmm. wishes so that means put the ipad away exactly take (laughs) the phone and leave it in the car or leave it in your purse or you know or wherever so it's not attempt to you a lot of brides do not want their photos taken and put on social media before they've had a chance to do it themselves just because you're attending the wedding and just because these smartphones are so glued to our ears and our fingers doesn't mean that it's okay so again respect the bride and groom's wishes of what they want and I, i think it's called uh something free wedding unplugged unplugged that's what it is yes unplugged wedding so you know what respect their wishes yes make sure that you're respecting their wishes on the attire if attire is listed on there and it doesn't have to be but let's say if it's on the website you know if it's on the website if it's on the invitation and it says black tie only then you don't show up in the leisure suit because you're not going to spend the money on the tuxedo that's not how it works people then how do you dress if it says garden preppy casual garden preppy casual so that's a fabulous one so that's garden a little less formal Mm -hmm. okay preppy as in probably like you know little boat shoes and no socks for the gentlemen ladies can go hosiery free and you know um maybe a dress dress you know know, but again never jeans unless Uh. it's specified let's say they're having it at a a farm or a barn or something Mm -hmm. where it's or a cowboy theme or something but nowadays lots of people get married in barns and you're 
Yeah. And it's formal. Exactly. Yeah. But again, respect their wishes. And if you don't know and you Ask. get this invitation, please <laughs> pick up the phone, text someone, call, email them and say, uh, I'm, you know, because you don't want to be that one that's over there in the jeans no. and everyone else is in a suit. Because it's going to stick out. Exactly. And there's photos happening. Exactly. So those things you want to make sure. Uh, make sure that you're following rules of etiquette in general. Okay. Be kind to people. Don't go there and get totally slosh drunk off your rocker mm-hmm. and start acting like, a, you know, and jumping on tables and swinging napkins in the air and jumping around just because it's a cash bar. Yeah. Um, you I know, mean open bar. Or open bar. That's right. <laughs> yeah, that's right. And especially um, if you're the uh, girlfriend of the best man. I- yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> wow. That was a hooker there. Because, <laughs> so, yeah, um, because I've seen that before and it's not a pleasant sight. Oh it's my God. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so, right. So getting back to the guests, but again, just respecting the bride and groom's wishes and what they want and what their vision is for their wedding. Um, there's some things though, that I think guests get a little frosty about. And that is when a bride and groom or a groom and groom or a, uh, what do you call it, um, start making demands on gifts. Mm-hmm. This is something there that I found. So for example. Yes, I was going to say, for like what? Okay. Um, the, my daughter was invited to a wedding and they sent a list of gifts that they wanted specifically um, as in cash. So in other words, you were <laughs> able to pick off this checklist what amount you were going to give and what you wanted it to go towards. Really? I, I almost fell over. Um, the list was quite extensive. Like, we're going to redo the office, um, and that's $550. <laughs> um, we're going to go to Switzerland on our honeymoon. That is $5,800. And and these, none of these were inexpensive. I mean, I thought the 500 was like the lowest on there. There is honeymoon funds that you can set up and add Un- to understood. your registry, understood. which is one thing where somebody could buy you like a couple's massage or something like that. Yes. But that's the nice, polite way of doing it, I would assume. Well, see, and that's where I'm going with this is because when I saw this list, so there was almost nothing on there. My daughter said, <laughs> I-, I wasn't even planning on spending <laughs> like, you know, <laughs> and I was like, Okay, I said, well, you have to, this is where you decide, are you going to the wedding or not? To put the onus on your guests Mm -hmm. to have to give you a certain amount of money. And there was no like other, like an other, like, you know, I can only give you a hundred dollars. There was none of that. These were very specific. And you can shop off of the registry. Yes. I think this is something people forget. Like you are allowed to just... Get a gift. Get a gift. If you know she likes frogs and, you know, there's this fabulous frog, uh, whatever, picture frame or something, (laughs) you know, or frog tea set. I know I'm getting way out there. But, I mean, think about it. And you think that they would like this thing and it wasn't on the registry. Then certainly it's up to the gift giver to feel that they are going to appreciate this gift. It wasn't on the list. But, again, to put the onus on the people saying you have to buy and pick off a list of these expensive things. Is a little bit. But isn't that what a wedding registry is that you go to Macy's or whatever? It's the same thing. But you typically have a range. Right, but they've upped the ante. They have upped the ante, but you don't have to stay on that ante. Exactly. You can choose. And remember this in general gift giving etiquette and even in tipping etiquette, it is always up to the giver. So when I'm tipping at Christmas or if I'm giving a gift for a wedding, it is always up to my discretion Mm -hmm. to give what I am comfortable with. 
and what I can afford. I'm not going to go into debt, you know, $1,500 so they could, you know, go on this little mini trip. But again, I will give what I feel that I can. Yes. And that's okay. And that is proper etiquette. Gotcha. As a guest, do not assume that you have a plus one. Oh, goodness. This one is, yes. Now, there's a little rule that that Mm -hmm. people should be following, and it goes like this. As of late, this is in the last four or five years, okay? If there's not a ring on the finger of your plus one or your girlfriend or or boyfriend, whatever, then you shouldn't automatically assume that they're invited. The only person invited is the person written or typed or calligraphied on that actual invitation. So if it says Ms. Kia Martinson, that's that's it. it. No one else. No kids. And now it should, no kids, no nothing. But if it says Kia Martinson and family, then that means your husband, kids, and what have you. Now, if it just says Mr. and Mrs., you know, John Martinson, then that's the two of you. But again, if it says just you and you are married and they know that, well, then take a hint. Mm-hmm. What they're saying to you is that they don't want your husband there. But again, I know and you're but, looking but, at me like, wow. But why would somebody do that without oh. talking to the person ahead of time? I saw the little bit of shade, Sam. Yes, exactly. <laughs> oh. And I've seen it, and it's and I can't, I can't. See, the only thing it. I say about the whole ring thing is uh, what I always tell my couples is if they have been together for more than three years, and if they're living together, yes. this is not something that in in years past used to be a thing. You didn't live together until you were married. Right. Or you maybe, maybe if you were engaged, you moved in. Nowadays, lots of our couples live together. They've bought houses together. Yes. If they have a piece of property that they both exist in and they yes. have for a while, you have to invite both of them. Exactly. And and again, it's not up to you as the bride or groom or both that to say, well, you know, we just don't like so-and-so's, you know, spouse. So nope. we're not, and they're not married. So we're not inviting them. Again, you have to do that. But again, never call and ask. No. Can I bring... John. Oh, you you can't do that. Uh, you know, no, it's in very poor taste. You should not call and say, well, it you know. It says on the envelope, who's supposed to come? So if it says just your wife's name, Sam, because they don't want you, you do not get to go. Well, we've had invitations before that just said my wife and my name, but not our daughters. Because she wasn't invited. But how, how can you not invite? Because they're having kid free. I mean, yes. Chloe rocks, but yeah, I'm just I saying. Know. Probably didn't want to go with you guys anyways. <laughs> right, right. But no, but see, but, people feel too, I think too, with family, which I, you know, I family, I love family, mm-hmm. I love kids and everything, but there's certain things that, you know, and they can do different things, like maybe have them come to the church and rather not and say the reception is, but it's up to the bride and groom to put on there. The reception is... Uh, children free mm-hmm. or whatever. Right. Um, they don't have to provide childcare or no. anything like uh, that. However, if you have people coming in, yep. this is a sticky. So let's say they're coming in from another state and it's this is going to be like their little vacation. They're coming for your wedding and you don't want their kids at it. Then you should provide, as the bride and groom should provide um, options yes. for them for either, I, I don't know, we babysitting have, well, we or We have like daycare a list of, of babysitters, nannies, people who trusted. come to the hotel room they can meet them the day before yes. they'd like to the kids can hang out usually it's like one room that like all of the kids end up in yeah you know. well I mean, heidi uh actually had a client that uh hired my daughter to be a babysitter mm-hmm. at yes. the wedding and they had a separate room and the kids all played and yeah. had fun it was great exactly. i had never seen that before well, i've had a, a wedding idea. where they hired one of my assistants and she sat in the room with their newborn son 
and because by all he did was sleep. Right. But they wanted someone to be in oh, that room, which absolutely. obviously, like, you know, kids wasn't going to sit around with a monitor, but it, right. <laughs> exactly. but it was the way to do it. But you're right. If somebody's coming from out of town, first of all, you do want to give them um, as a, as a bride or groom or whoever's getting married, you do want to give people plenty of time. And you do want to be clear about like we are going to be child free or we are inviting, but like these are the only children. Things that people don't understand is a lot of venues charge a lot for what ends up being chicken fingers and French yes. fries. Same amount usually. As Same the amount or like plate. I'm still six. If, even if let's say your dinners are like hundred dollars a plate, that child's plate is fifty dollars. That is right. the most expensive pair of a pair. Yeah, of French chi- fries, French and fries and things. Dinosaur and the kids nuggets. Yeah. Probably not going to even finish eating. Exactly. Yeah. Or and you have my children who would be like, I'm, I'm, I'm not, not eating, eating that. that. <laughs> like I would like the salmon or the uh, exactly. Yeah. And then it's like, well, whoops. Right. But again, these are things that people don't take into consideration. But again, you're traveling. And then this one huge one, I have to get this in today because it just irks me, is that if you're planning your wedding, now this goes for the guests. This is in favor of the guests. You're planning your wedding and you have your um, ceremony at one Mm o'clock, but the venue is not ready or the reception or whatever is not ready until six. So now we've gotten married and it's been an hour at the church and now it's like 1.30. So now 1.30, even say 2 o'clock. Yeah. So 2 to 6, there's nothing right. for you to do. What do you do? do? Okay. You should have activities. You don't have to pay for them. The bride and groom do not have to pay for them, but... They should have a list of activities or like venues or things Like, please go visit the vineyard do. down the street. Exactly. Yeah. Like, say, you know, this is what, especially for out-of-town guests, but even ones that are, are yeah. in town, say, you know what, there's these venues or these things going on, and if all else fails, maybe have them go back to someone's house, let's say, maybe. So while you're doing pictures and you're waiting till 6 o'clock, they're not driving around at McDonald's or sitting in a parking lot Wonder somewhere for four do. hours. Yeah. Mm-hmm. This is huge. People feel that, well, you know what, that's the only time we could get that venue and so you know you have to wait too bad Mm-mm-mm-mm-mm. no no i have a bride coming up next month that she's done exactly the same thing she's over at uh, lake of isles and she gave them a list of the two casinos there you go and if you don't gamble there's mystic aquarium there you have it there's yeah, I thought also it was a beautiful. great vineyard down in that area too I'm I, just saying it's not my wedding but yes yeah. i'm so vineyard yes, yes. Okay. very pro vineyard yes, yes. Well, <laughs> And also, since we're on the point of that little gap in between, yes. the guests should not show up before six o'clock either, should they? Oh, this is huge. No. Yes, at 5.15, because <laughs> they're sick of waiting, and they've decided that, you know what, it's been long enough, so they're circling in the parking lot. No. no. Six o'clock is Because if o'clock. you show up early, sometimes what you can do is you can trigger the entire wedding to start. Yes. Yep. Oh, yeah. And, and then, then and then it finishes early. And then it finishes early. And then when the couple does get there, and they're like, "Well, no, no, we're supposed to go to like ten o'clock or eleven o'clock." And they're like, mm-hmm. "But we started here, so there's here's an additional three hundred dollar fee." Exactly, it goes on all ends. It really oh, does. Yeah. You should be showing up around six six fifteen. Yes. You should not be showing up at seven o'clock. No, because at that point we're bringing the salad out and we want to get things rolling. Correct. And now you're just rolling in exactly. And so you know, it's all about respect. Respect for the bride and groom's time. Their time. Constraints, what you're doing, and and fitting it all into that puzzle. Be engaged and inspired. We'll be right back. Happy holidays, everyone, from all of us at Barabalt Jewelers. We're so excited to be a part of your gift-giving experience this season, and we want to celebrate with you. We are hosting four amazing events from now to the end of the year. We want to do up the end of 2019 right and celebrate 2020. So please join us on social media, join our Facebook and Instagram community to see when these events are happening. We have a Takori event happening in our store soon. We have an 
estate and vintage jewelry event. We have a wish list making night and then our wish list shopping event where your loved ones can come and buy what you put on your wish list. So come party with us. Come let us celebrate with you. Please join us on Facebook and Instagram to see what we are up to and when these events are happening. And from my family and team to yours, happy holiday season and we can't wait to see you soon. Meadowbrook Estates is located in the quaint town of Marlboro, Connecticut. This unexpected engaged Connecticut venue has an indoor estate package and coming this spring a gated estate wedding package for up to 150 guests. We are also one of the few locations that offers lodging for up to 30 guests. Contact us for a tour at engagedct.com. Guess what time it is, Sam? Hey, it's the most wonderful time of the year. Okay, I think it's the holiday season. Ah, bah, humbug. Is that why I'm so grumpy all the time? Grumpy or cheery, I'm not sure which one, but whichever, we want to take this time to wish everyone a happy holidays. Especially to our listeners who continue to support our little podcast here. Yes. We'd also like to thank our sponsors for continuing to be the foundation of what we do each and every week. No matter how you celebrate, we want you to celebrate like a pro. Yes, and best wishes for Happy New Year. We want it to be filled with health, happiness, and spectacular success with awesome new episodes of the Be Engaged and Inspired Podcast. Happy Holidays! Fly musicians, custom lighting and photo booths. When your wedding entertainment has to have the amazing music, be fun, organized and unforgettable. Your choice has to be Atmosphere Production. Experience the difference. www.atmosphere-productions.com That's www.atmosphere-productions.com DJs, live music Musicians, custom lighting and photo booths. Atmosphere Productions for professional Hello, I'm Karen Thomas, your Connecticut etiquette expert, and you can find me at www.ctetiquette.com. And I listen to the Be Engaged and Inspired podcast every single Wednesday. And you know what? It's free on Apple iTunes and Google Podcasts. Floral Design by Melissa has been working with florals for over 20 years. And I'm Melissa. I love weddings and events. And that is all our business does. We serve all of Connecticut and parts of New York. We are looking forward to working with your style, vision, and price point. We understand that each couple has different style and we can't wait to learn yours. Find us at floraldesignedbymelissa.com or look for us on Facebook and Instagram. Wake up and text. Text and eat. Mm-mm. Text and meet up with a friend you haven't seen in forever. Hi. Oh, hey. Text and complain that they're on their phone the whole time. Uh. Text and listen to them complain that you're on your phone the whole time. Uh. Text and whatever. But when you get behind the wheel, give your phone to a passenger. Put it in the glove box. Just don't text and drive. Visit stoptextsstoprex.org. A message from NHTSA and the Ad Council. The Engaged and Inspired podcast is sponsored by Barabort Jewelers in Glastonbury, Connecticut. BarabortJewelers.com. And now your hosts, Kia and DJ Sam. Be Engaged and Inspired. We're back here with Karen Thomas, who is an etiquette expert, I guess. That's the best way to put it. Welcome back. Thank you. So we were talking about etiquette when it comes to guests being a guest at a wedding. I was at a wedding this weekend where um, two people showed up who had RSVP'd no, and then they arrived at the wedding. (laughs) Oh, no. I'm assuming that's a no-no. Um, very big no-no. And um, again, there should be some communication. Let's say that um, you've decided at the last minute, although it's not really acceptable to decide at the <laughs> yeah, last at minute. At the last minute, no. Um, but let's say you're just going to 
go anyway, call them, say, by the way, you know, or the parents or call somebody in the main party mm-hmm. and say, by the way, you know, uh, things have changed and we can come now. It should never be the day of, no. nope, and again, I, boy, <laughs> yoy, you, you know, but you should not do that. And again, um, I've seen some of the funny, um, and I'm sure you've seen them, the funny invitations where they put on there, um, for the response card. Yep. Um, yes, Mr. And Mrs. Or, you know, um, no, or I'm just going to ignore this and show up anyway, or you're going to be sitting in the back with peanut butter and jelly if you just... And I think Those they're hysterical, great. but isn't it awful that we... Well, yeah, I don't know who forgot to also RSVP these days. I feel like a lot of my couples are like, well, our RSVP date has come and gone. We've given it the standard additional three days because mail can get lost. Right. And then they still have to call people and they say, oh, whoops, I forgot to like... Oh, it's still on my fridge. Well, you know, see, here's the thing. What I tell people to do is this with any RSVP, whether it's a picnic, a wedding, whatever. As soon as you get it in your hand, yep. stop what you're doing, unless it's 9, 10 o'clock at night, you know, and you don't want to disturb somebody. But do it right away. If it, you open the mail and you're sitting there, look at it, check the calendar, call your spouse or figure out your calendar. Mark it off right away and send it right out. Do not say, oh, I'm going to get to it later. Don't do it because you're never going to get to it later. It's going to roll around. And then when you get that phone call, now you look the fool Mm -hmm. because you you are the fool. RSVP. (laughs) We'll be the fool. You know what I mean? And you know, people just don't take RSVP seriously anymore. But I don't think people know what RSVP actually means. What does it mean, Sam? Responde, s'il vous plaît. This is because his wife speaks French. I was I wanted to hear that because I know, isn't that beautiful? People just they, they look at it and have like they go blank. Like mm-hmm. I don't I, know. I really oh, I'm I'm being serious now. I, what yeah. is Rusvup? <laughs> you know, and it's like okay, so we're just gonna put that over yes. there. <laughs> and a lot of couples these days are giving you multiple ways to RSVP. A lot of them now, thanks to all of these wedding websites, there's a place that you can go check. Yes. You can give your food thing. You can share your allergies if you have any food allergies, yes. which so is really important now. And if you do get the little card, it comes with an envelope with a stamp. Exactly. And it's already addressed and you just... Yes. How you difficult just, is you that? You do have to lick the envelope, I guess. That's mm-hmm. the difficult part. I know, well, licking the envelope and then making a check mark mm-hmm. yeah. and then writing your name in is just, it's very tedious. So the some other, people don't have yeah, time. The other thing that you should try to remember, um, what I always tell people is try to remember what you ordered. Oh, yes. Because yeah. if you do go to the wedding, sometimes, you know, they'll come back and they'll say, oh, you know, what did you get? And then you're like, I forgot. I forgot. And I mean, that could happen. Yes. But also on the other hand, think about it. So let's say that you ordered the beef, but you get there that day mm-hmm. and you know what? Her salmon looks really good. Mm-hmm. So you decide in your head that I'd rather have the salmon. There's so mm-hmm. many plates and yes. so much food Can't purchased that. that you really shouldn't be doing that. So stick to your choice. Yes. Yeah. Guests stick to your choice. How about this one? moving the chairs so you're <laughs> oh. closer to a friend oh yes or place cards yep. if you have place cards nope, or changing the table number yeah, on i the had thing. somebody do that one yes i had somebody literally pick up table eight and switched it with table 10 but lo and behold table eight had like six people seven people at it yes. and table and 10 had 12 <laughs> yes <laughs> so everybody's standing there and i can see the bride and i saw the bride turn to me and she mouthed the aunt's name because she knew exactly who did, who did it, it right yeah. because yeah. she said she was going to do it and yeah. i was like no she wouldn't do that like, that's just oh, a horrible f- like at least if you're going to do it make sure you count to make sure it's got the same amount of seats and then maybe they won't know people are funny and it's not your day as a guest you should be respected you should be there but i had like a guest once who showed up she couldn't find her name like the little place card mm-hmm. it had been a little windy she literally came to me 
said that she was 100% offended and she went to the parking lot and she was leaving. <laughs> no. And I had to chase this woman down because she was like the sister to somebody. And I said, ma'am, I said, there, it was there. I'm sure that someone else picked it up. You have a very That's common true. name. Right. Somebody grabbed it and By wasn't mistake. paying attention. Like, here's my master list. I can tell you. Like, I need you to calm down. Yes. Can I get you a glass of wine? Can I, yes. like, come back in? Because you weren't actually, like, before you jump to this conclusion that, yes. oh, my God, they forgot about me, mm. realize that up to that wedding day, that this couple has been doing 80 billion different things. Yes. And things go wrong. Right. Yeah. Things There's go missing. Mistakes. Wind There's... happens. Okay. But also, this brings up a good point. Do not be rude with the wedding planner no. and go up to... No, and I mean this because I have seen people feel that, well, it, it's not the bride and groom, or it, whether it's a mistake or not, whatever, but go up and feel that they can be so rude to mm-hmm. the wedding planner because they feel it's her or his responsibility to have things flawless, which it is, but things happen. Life, life. happens. Exactly. Life happens. So for you to go off... On someone, yeah. and that, and you because you feel you could do it, and then go up to the bride and groom. So, well, you know, I just told her because she should have, and you, mm-hmm. okay, same thing. No. And don't speak that way to the wait staff, exactly to any of those things. You don't know what has gone into this day. Exactly, you have no idea what could and could not have happened, mm-hmm. and and that's just one of those things that people don't think about. I know this does not happen when I work with Sam, but I have gone and said to Sam, I I need you to move something because something has happened, mm-hmm. and I once had a deed. DJ who we had a stepfather and a father situation and we were having dancing and they said very carefully I only want it to be this length but the DJ decided that that wasn't appropriate like he wanted the song to play longer and the bride had already given me the twitchy eye look that she had agreed to because it was an uncomfortable situation Mm. and I went and and the DJ literally said to me I'm the DJ you do your job I'll do mine. And I said, no, no, no. In this world, this is my job. Mm -hmm. Something happened on the way to the church, which has changed this relationship. And you need to. And I need you to. Get on board. Get on board and slow this song down. And I don't need to explain to you what the situation is because it's not appropriate. In my opinion, and I say that. The wedding planner is like the boss, the god. Oh, I like it. And, oh, I am the god. And, I'm put okay, that on my or card. goddess. Okay, but listen. So the vendors, the DJs, and like that should respect what they're saying and not tell you. So you shouldn't tell him you're doing this wrong, doing that wrong. But again, if you're asking to adjust mm-hmm. something, like you know, cut the song or like that, you should be amenable to that and not be like, "Don't tell me what to do." That's what I think sometimes is a problem. People's egos. Get in their way. Yeah. Yes. Sam and I have no ego. We just all walk. He'll be like, he just go find me, whoever the person is, and then let me know. Whatever right. But sometimes takes. egos do get in. Yes. Now, speaking about things that guests sometimes do wrong, I had a wedding that was the bride and groom had decided to go outside. It was a relatively chilly day. They had provided people with blankets. There were, were things. Oh, wow. I had a gentleman who walked out, looked around, said, I'm not going, turned around and walked back into the venue and sat down and waited. We were by the shore. <laughs> Because he decided that it was not for him. Okay. We weren't talking about somebody who had mobility issues or anything else. And he said, oh, he's like, he even arrived late. And one of the reasons he arrived late is he's like, I just arrived for cocktail hour. He even said it to us. <laughs> okay. But one of the things I think sometimes guests forget is if the couple wants to be outside, and I know that sometimes weather doesn't always cooperate. Right. But if you're going to an outside venue and you should always Google the venue mm-hmm. and know if there's an opera, if you, if all of the photos look like all of the ceremonies are outside, <laughs> bring an umbrella. 
It's probably going to be outside. Bring a coat. Bring Come shoes. prepared. Yes. Bring shoes that you can change. Yes. You know, this is part of you being a guest is sort of saying like, okay, well, I know that the odds are that we might be outside. It's a privilege to be invited to anything. Mm-hmm. Okay. Their thought went into the fact that I want to have you or you and your husband or whatever to this event, whether it's a wedding, a, a whatever, a party, anything. So, you know, that doesn't give you the guest the right to make other people feel uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. You right. really should go with the flow. If it's something that then, you know what, then you could always leave and, you know, but it, don't do so turned on your ankle and out the door. Yes. Don't take your marbles and go home. You know, just say, you know, it wasn't for me. So, you know, we left early or whatever but again just try to respect everybody around you and especially the bride and the groom because that way it makes everybody comfortable and have a good time now let me ask you a question about uh, making requests guests making requests of the musicians or the djs (laughs) is is that something ethical or etiquette wise well you know what you really shouldn't and i'll tell you why and well you're a dj you know why but again (laughs) most of the time well guests should know that there has been thought and planning that went in they didn't just hire you and say you know what play what you want and you know this is our wedding song so that's all we care about you should remember that everything has been planned down to the last second. So that playlist is what's on there. Just because I'm an Eagles fan and you're playing country doesn't mean that I should bust up the situation. So guests should refrain from going up to the DJ, the band, the whatever, and asking for them to play things. <laughs> and I knew you were, <laughs> but I'm serious. Sam and people don't think that. that way. They don't. No, they don't. They feel they like, don't. you know what? I don't want, I don't like this music. So I'm going to go up and tell them to play mm-hmm. and then, whatever. And they come up with an attitude. Yes. And they say, <laughs> why are you playing this S-H-I-T? Yeah. <laughs> Let's get dancing now. Yes. But that's not what the bride and the groom nope. want. Exactly. But they're not thinking no. of that. They're thinking of we're bored or we don't want we don't like this type of music. Let's just go and we'll tell him. And then I've had people too that have said to me that they've gone up like two and three times. Yes. And then taken it elsewhere, like to the bride and groom, saying, Well, why are they doing oh, this? Oh yes, please don't take it to the couple. No. Yeah. Please don't. You know, there, but there's no reason for that. It's not your day. Especially when they have a do not playlist and you request the chicken dance. Yeah. And that's the one song the bride and the groom don't want. And then you I don't go want that to song. the bride and the groom and you tell them the the DJ's not playing the chicken dance exactly sometimes we have to play interference those are the times where the person comes back up I say you know what like he's got it on his list if he gets to it but he has to get through all the things that the couple's requested before first and you're sort of like the mediator I am Um, you know you're there as the yeah and you have to explain and you have to kiss Mm-hmm. And Boo-boos I have to, I have and... to shift blame sometimes. Yes. I have to distract because sometimes yes. you know venues do have rules and regulations, exactly. and I know that it's a pain, and I know that it's difficult. But their you know their insurance requires different things. Their room maybe can only be set up a certain way because of what the fire marshal said. Right, and so people just start to think like, well, why would you do it this way? I've been yes. doing this for sixteen years. I I really can walk into a space and understand like. It should be set up this way. I can make suggestions. Yes. Like this weekend, I, I made a suggestion that they do not put the bar inside the facility because the bride wanted everything else outside. Catering company got a little pissy with me. Wow. And said, no, 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 we only want to set up one bar. And I said, knowing what the temperature is and knowing how you know our venue works, right. if I open those doors, 
everybody's going to go in. They're going to actually look for their seats and we're going to lose half the people when the, and they're like, well, the food is outside. And I said, it doesn't matter. They're going to go and sit. And that's not what the bride and groom wanted. And it took a little bit. And then there was a lot of grumpiness. And then they, you know. And did they say, this is the way we usually do it? Oh, I hate that Oh, no, no. So they were, first of all, they were at one of my venues. And so then they went to the innkeepers of the venue and said, we don't like to do it this way. Then the person also said, I'm going to go speak to the bride. And I said, you don't have to because I just did. And I've already been in her room and they're changing. And no offense, but you're an older gentleman who doesn't know these people. Mm -hmm. The room is filled with half-dressed women. Women. And you ain't going in there. You're not going in there. And, and that was where you were saying, like, sometimes people don't think about it. It's like, hey, what are we doing? And if you go up to a bar and they're only serving certain things, as a guest, you should not point out how wrong that is. No, you should keep your mouth shut, quiet <laughs> and go with it or get something. Water. There's always water. I've never not been somewhere yes. where there isn't water. So again, you know, have that. It's not to accommodate you. This again goes back to the bride and groom's wishes and yes. what they want, their day and whatever. You're just a guest on that magic carpet ride. Yes. Now, how do you feel about places who, if it's not for religious reasons, but they do it for financial reasons, they have no alcohol at the wedding? Um, no, I, I do not feel that. I feel that if you are having, and again, except for the religious yep. or the exceptions, if you are planning a party, which a wedding is a party, that you should be able to entertain, feed, and and uh, you know, feed and drink your guests. Yes. So again, if you want to limit it, there's different ways to get around it. Don't have an open bar. Have just beer and wine, mm-hmm. or have um, soda water bar. and just wine, mm-hmm. or just beer. If if it's, you know, that are, you know, again, there's ways to get around it, but there should always be something because remember your guests are not all the same. They may right. not same right. share the same values or what you're thinking. Your I know vision. people who, who go to weddings and sometimes they just need that first drink because it makes them relax. They exactly. socially awkward. And, and most it. of us are socially awkward. Yes. I know I am. And it's one of those things where it's like a, Hey, I'm going to take a deep breath. I've also had weddings that have been 100% dry and everybody knew. So everybody kept leaving and going yeah. to their I cars. <laughs> And then it coming happens. back and just being a slightly happier, and then you're like, Ugh. it happens. It's and you know what? I guess you know if you absolutely have to have it, and it is a, a dry wedding, you know, I guess you could do that. But you could pregame it. I don't suggest <laughs> tailgating. There they all are in the parking lot. Well, that's why everybody's in the parking lot going to that one trunk with a cooler. Well, that's something to think about though when you're planning your wedding. If you are dead set against having any mm-hmm. of that, but you know that some of these people you're inviting do drink, like to drink, yep. whatever, like that again you've got to accommodate your guests as well not just you so again if you don't want them ending up in the parking lot for an hour of lock all the doors thing, <laughs> yeah lock them <laughs> bolt them and you know. it's a fire marshal you know, hazard but it's okay but you know what i mean you've got to think of what they want mm-hmm. as well not just what you want correct if somebody's doing a buffet you shouldn't be going and piling on every single thing as high as you can go because oh, typically it's portioned gracious. out yes and you know there there's options and there's choices but once again at the end of it a lot of times i know sometimes catering will come to the dj and say we still have a lot of food left over please yeah, encourage people to come back up oh okay oh, oh, oh okay i got you okay. i was going a different direction yeah. because what i have a question for you because i've had varying how do you feel about i know what the etiquette is but do you expect to be fed as a vendor both of you no. do you expect to be fed as a vendor my contract says you're going to feed me and okay. all of my staff because i've been with you probably by the end of the wedding i've been with you 
between 10 and 12 hours yes. of that day. Okay. So if you do not feed me, I will become cranky. Hangry. <laughs> On my circum, I don't expect it, but I check with the bride and the groom ahead of time. Are you okay. going to feed me, my assistant, or okay. whatever okay. ahead of time? If they say no, I'll bring along a pizza or something. Okay. Or, or A pre- pizza? Pre- you have a pizza joking. delivered in? He's, he's, in the, he's out in the parking lot <laughs> yeah. with the, with the with tailgaters with and the a cooler, pizza yeah. coming in. But no, I and I asked that because again, you are obligated to do certain things when you put on a wedding. Mm-hmm. And if you're bringing your vendors, you should be feeding your vendors. Yes. Period. End of discussion. Yep. Um, some people try to cut that out um, or like, you know, tipping the the, uh, the officiant. Sometimes people are like, well, why should I tip the priest? He's a priest. That's his job. Mm. Um, because you, you should. And that's what etiquette, you know, so people get, and I just wanted to hear what your take was. So yep. yeah, but for us, we just say it right from the beginning. I just say yep. I'm, I'm with you all day. Right. So if you don't wish to feed me, then you're going to lose two or three of us who have been here all day doing yes. things because we are going to go take a break and we and are going to go get eat. food. Yes. And so if you're asking me to go down the street to Subway, that means that there's going to be 10, 15 minutes of nobody here to help you if something yes. happens. I'll tell yes. you a funny story. When I first started this back in the mid 80s, when we first started doing weddings, we rarely got fed. So one of the other vendors did was ordered a pizza and the pizza was delivered to the back door of the facility <laughs> and we... We had a pizza. Covert operation. Yeah. I mean, in, in the 80s, nobody fed the, the their vendors. Right, right. It, it was not a thing that you, you did, so you had to prepare. Yes. Right, right. And, you know, just pulling out that tuna sandwich behind the, yes, you know, a, the DJ the booth is thing kind that you can of not it's, a good idea. No. But tuna so. is a great source of protein, I'm just going to say. Yeah. Thank yes, you. There you go. So, once again, thank you so much for being here. Let people know how they can find you. Yes, well, thank you for having me. I'm honored. This is fabulous what you're doing. People need to tune in and listen to this every single day. Agreed. Um, <laughs> and now, with that, again, I am Karen Thomas. I am a certified etiquette educator. And you can find me on the web at www.c etiquette.com thank you so much sam any parting words please remember to go to our website all the w's.atmosphere hyphen productions.com where you will see eight questions you must ask a wedding professional before you book them this special report is free learn to shop like a pro from a pro remember you can download us for free off of itunes and google play if you have any questions or topics you'd like us to cover send us a email to engagect at gmail.com and we'll be back next week sam Yes, we will. We'll see you. We no, won't. we won't see you. They will listen to us. The Engaged and Inspired Podcast is sponsored by Barabort Jewelers in Glastonbury, Connecticut. BarabortJewelers.com. Produced and copyrighted by Atmosphere Productions in association with Engaged Connecticut. Mm-hmm.